This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now joining me on the show today is Zulera Abubakar, who recently crossed her first year as CEO of Maranti. Now the Malaysian Research Accelerator for Technology and Innovation was set up under the Ministry of Technology and Innovation with little fanfare sometime last year. But we're going to get a gist of what the accelerator or the agency is working on and its targets moving forward from the captain of the ship herself. Zulera Uh, welcome to Resource Center. Thank you, Audrey, for having me on the show. Glad to be here. Thank you. Now, you know, it happened um, quietly and quite quickly in the thick of the pandemic. A strategic merger between uh, what is a 26-year-old entity, TPM, Technology Park Malaysia, and we've got Magic, you know, has been around for about seven plus years. What was the rationale to merging these entities? You know, why why was Maranti formed? Okay, so the work um, actually has been underway throughout the pandemic. We were launched in uh, November 2021 officially, but the whole merger approval and uh, you know the mandate was basically put forth in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, and Basically, the thinking behind merging the two entities is to look at synergies, reducing inefficiencies, and of course, redundancies, right? And I think it also stems from the fact that um, we have a number of underlying issues uh, as far as as, uh, the technology and innovation ecosystem or reasons why we aren't sort of thriving Mm. globally as yet, uh, despite the fact that we do have talent uh, which are noteworthy, um, institutions that are supporting the growth of talent and uh, various programs to support growth and scale of our local entities themselves. However, in Malaysia, we have a number of agencies uh, somewhat involved in uh, doing very similar things. So I think uh, when a number of agencies, I think most of the key agencies were placed under the Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation in uh, 2020. Mm. So it was a strategic decision to sort of cluster according to policy, um, policy making agencies, implementation agencies, funding agencies, etc. Um, so magic sort of fell under an agency that supports that supports ecosystem growth. We've been around for seven years and that's where I was prior mm-hmm. to the, the entire merger. So we worked with um, entrepreneurs, technology startups to provide them a launchpad to grow, to excel, to accelerate, right? So that was Magic's role more than anything else. So it was really about provision of content and mm-hmm. network and ecosystem development. And then you have... Technology Park Malaysia, which was also under the purview of Ministry of Science, um, which has been around for 26 years, as you rightly mentioned. But uh, it's it has a lot of potential. Or at that point, it was viewed with as, as an agency with a lot of potential, but not realizing its potential, right? Mm. So we have um, vast land space, uh, strategically located, in the middle of Klang Valley in Bukit Jalil, um, which given the right support, uh, incentives, policies, and push can actually thrive. 
right? So we were talking about an integrated center or an integrated mandate that can bring content, infrastructure, people together. Because then we compared against, we also did a lot of study in that process. We compared against what's happening globally, right? Mm. So if you look at why science, technology and innovation and ecosystem actually thrives globally, it also has got a lot to do with co-location, right? Mm. It has got a lot to do with the building of community, um, basically centered or anchored around one key location. I mean, um, no-brainer is, of course, the Silicon Valley. But similarly, in other places around the world, that seems to be a growing trend. So we were thinking that, look, we have this location in Malaysia, centrally located. Why don't we turn that into a hub? Okay. Uh, and it's also 20 minutes away from the financial capital, KL, in itself. Um, so yeah, so so it all came about from that whole idea of enabling an environment that um, can allow our local ecosystem to thrive, right? So that's how Maranti came about. So, and also I think the other underlying sort of mandate is to look at our technology ecosystem as an ecosystem that can produce good talent. Right, uh, we wanted to we want to look at it from a perspective of producing technology as opposed to just consuming technology. Right, so under Magic, we had actually launched multiple programs to actually promote this. We had the sandbox that looked at you know removing regulatory barriers, technology adoption barriers, to basically providing a platform for our local innovators to find a comfort level to launch. Right, so we had the sandbox, and that has actually grown into multiple industries, multiple emerging industries, those that are heavily regulated, etc. And then you, um, we also had you know the accelerator program, etc. Uh, but what we didn't have is a home for all of these programs and entities to sort of uh, develop roots and grow. So mm. TPM was that is where TPM came into play. So we say, look. What happens if we infuse Magic's content program into a physical location like TPM, right? right? So breathing fresh air, so to speak, into an entity that was actually mandated to do pretty much that 26 years ago. Mm, um, mm. In fact, I always tell people this, 26 years ago, we were ahead of time, mm. right? Uh, with the creation of MSC status, technology part, we were ahead of time. So I think, you know, we've got to gain back lost time and, you know, step on the pedal right now. So that's essentially what Maranti in, uh, intends to do. So we, I think if I were to summarize, we are looking at a platform to actually um, accelerate um, our local talents, uh, bring out the R&D that are happening within the research universities, research, research institutions, both public and private, provide a clear pathway where we can commercialize our own technology, right? Where we would have location, we would have programs, support, incentives, labs to test and validate and grow within the park if you need to. And then we will provide you support to scale with all of our other agency partners and other mm -hmm. corporate sectors around within Malaysia. So we look to be the anchor in the central region. Of course, then we will look to work with all of our partners across the country. You have the Northern Corridor, Southern Corridor, you know, East, West, etc. Uh, so so that's, that's essentially it. Uh, and if you look at our name, Malaysian Research Accelerator for Tech and Innovation, uh, 
in itself will tell you what we intend to do, right? So accelerate mm. innovation, accelerate the commercialization process, um, elevating local technologies. So that's that's mm. Branti as well. So one year has passed. Uh, the whole of last year, we were, you know, we had our heads buried in documentation. Mm. Uh, of course, it's for all intent and purposes, an M&A. Mm. So uh, I had to work on, an, on a merger of both the entities from a structure perspective, organizational perspective, backend processes, IT, HR, everything. So there's a gamut of, 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 of processes that we had to, to look at. Um, and oh, well, the good thing, it was MCO. So we didn't need to sort of socialize or do things <laughs> physically. We could just mm. bury mm. our heads with our computers and get all of these documentations sorted out. Um, is, so is that is that why um, um, the agency was only formalized this January? Correct. So it was um, intentional in the sense that the entire last year we worked on the back end. Mm. We worked on the integration. Uh, we worked because there were a lot of um, incorporation issues that we needed to 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 look into. Um, so Magic is officially a member entity, a subsidiary of uh, TPM Corp. Uh, TPM Corp right now has been renamed as Muranti Corp. Muranti. So we've officially been renamed. The entire park is right now Muranti Corp. So January 1st this year, we we officially went out as Muranti Corp. We had all our name cards, our branding had gone out. And so we're, you know, officially Muranti Corp. Uh, but, but at the core of it, we will work on... Um, sort of the um uh the goodwill that we've built through both the entities right it's look at it this way it's really about synergizing strength looking at what we've done well by both the entities bringing it together amplifying it that's essentially what Ranti is all about and the plus point is that we have land space we have um and Ranti essentially is a PNL entity. Many people mm. don't know this, but uh, we are actually a GLC. We are meant to be a self-sustaining entity where eventually we will be, you know, fully self-sustainable. So we generate our own revenue through various business models, including land development. Uh, mm. So we are working with private sector entity, international companies to come in, set up, uh, they are based in Technology Park, Malaysia, um, or right now, Ranti Park. And of course, we are taking a technology cluster approach. It would no longer be a real estate approach where we will just, you know, take in anyone mm. uh, and any company to say, you know, you can take up land space and build whatever you want. No, we will not take that approach anymore. We are taking a very strategic cluster-based approach where we will look at building um, capabilities within certain clusters of technology. So for example, we have a five acre dedicated for uh, drone development. So mm. it will be an R&D to commercialization zone where we will be focusing on housing drone entities so they can you know, uh, double down on their R&D capabilities. We will have lab facilities. We will also have a maintenance and um, maintenance repair and overhaul facilities, MRO. So think of it as like, airports for drones mm. uh, we will have that at tp at, at rantipa and uh, and similarly we will look at building other clusters right we uh, we're looking at healthcare we're looking at agri we're looking at these are the main ones of course yeah. but again because we are also not um, focused on one type of technology 
we look at sort of support across the technologies. And again, certain types of technologies cross cuts multiple industries. For example, drones, right? So you look at applications in healthcare, you look at applications in agri, you look at applications in logistics. So for us, we will be focusing on technology development, commercialization, and R&D. So then we would look at how does these technologies solve the bigger problems that our country face in particular industries and particular verticals. So essentially, right. that's that's what we do. And uh, yeah. of course, I think collaboration is a very, very big thing that we will be uh, sort of doubling down on because... Um, like I said in the beginning, it's about working with research institutions, both public, private, universities, corporate sector. So look at us or look at Maranti's new mandate as a bridge, as a glue that would bring everyone together. And the bonus is that we have a location to bring everyone together. Right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we'll delve deeper into those partnerships that Zulera was uh, talking about, as well as um, Maranti's master plan moving forward. All that and more happening on Resource Centre. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Bluff Free Medium, BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have the CEO of the Malaysian Research Accelerator for Technology and Innovation, Omaranti, Zulera Abubaka. It's a report card of sorts. Uh, Zulera has been talking to me about... Um, the rationale behind this merger of Technology Park Malaysia as well as MAGIC uh, sometime last year. The agency was formalized in January this year. And just before the break, she was talking to us about some of the partnerships that she hopes to um, inculcate at Maranti. Now, Zulera, you were talking to us about the, the kind of partnerships you're hoping to, to build, uh, but what specific kind of investments or investors are you looking to attract as well? Can you talk to us about that? So I think uh, in terms of the entire ecosystem, you need each of the partners to work together in order to make it work. So this includes the private, private sector, corporates and investors. But again, it's also a chicken and egg situation where um, investors, so to speak, would be attracted to um, high growth, scale mm. or solutions that... Um, are of a certain potential, uh, which essentially is what we are trying to do. We want to, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, we want to sort of uh, turn this around, turn it in its on its head, turn it around to say that, look, we need to look at producing our own technology. We need to be producer nations, you know? And, you know, if you look at most of the research that's done in Malaysia, it's really very much basic in nature. So we need to transition from basic research to applied research where it needs to be more aligned with economic needs. So mm. it needs to be demand-driven research. So what we mean by demand-driven research is that the industry needs to want this research. So we want to be able to match between what the industry wants and what the research institutions are churning out. So when we can create that match, it essentially, we will have our own pool of good supply. Yeah. Right? So when you have that pool of supply, you would immediately attract investments because there is a market for it and there is a need for it. Um, so obviously then investors, corporates 
would see the need to take it through. So that's that's our value proposition in that sense. And and this cannot happen um, in silos. Um, mm. You would need a, a neutral sort of glue, like I said, to pull everyone together. We we somewhat did that in magic, mm. but this mandate gives us a greater. Uh, bigger platform to do that, essentially. Uh, we've already been running this model for the longest time under Magic, essentially. But right now, with the whole space that we provide, both office space, building and land, um, there's an added value proposition to say that, look, if you wish to take this forward, and these are the, the technologies that have potential and you need for them to scale, you need test validation and sort of risk mitigation um, environment for them, you have Ranti Park, mm, right? Mm. So think of it, think of Ranti Park as a large scale sandbox in itself, right? Mm, so we mm. would have facilities to sort of test, validate, ensure the technology actually works before we actually pass them on to the corporate sectors or the corporates or the investors for that matter can use us as a facility to sort of... Um, you know, uh, monitor their growth or track the entity's growth for that matter. Yeah, so so we we position ourselves as a home for all of these high-impact activities, which mm. ultimately, you know, would bring everyone together. So we're trying to eliminate this whole thing about fragmented ecosystem. Mm. Yeah. So speaking about like fragmented ecosystems, um, have there been other challenges that you faced over the last year? Uh, well, so I think challenges are, are many. We have yet to sort of uh, tick off the list in terms of challenges that we have actually successfully dealt with. But it mm. will continue to be there. But the, I, I think the bigger challenge is also about getting the, the research institutions on board, right? It's, it's also a, a mindset challenge that we are also looking at. Um, uh, we need to look at, a research from an entrepreneurship sort of lens in that sense. So mm. research cannot be looked at as fulfilling a certain criteria, publications, etc. Because these research, or these brains behind these research uh, can actually generate far more impact than they actually think it can. All right. So, uh, and how do you take it forward? So you probably need that entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial mindset in that sense. So we see that as a challenge, which we hope to address. But sometimes it's also not knowing what the pathway is to actually take their invention out. So it, it's 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 a complex challenge in that sense, which we are trying to sort of dissect and and uh, and uh, and address and address. Mm-hmm. And this will take time, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, and the other probably key challenge is bringing everyone together. Um, it's easier said than done, you know, to say, bring everyone together. We have to have a common language. We need to speak about what's good for the country and whatnot. But everyone yeah, has their heart in the right place, has their head in the right place. But uh, mobilizing this, 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 this gigantic effort is is time consuming is also resource consuming right mm. so i mean there's only so much <clears throat> my team can do and there's only so many hours in a day mm. so that's probably one of our biggest challenge really mm-hmm. yeah 
I, I also want to talk about branding. Now, I ask because I still hear entrepreneurs refer to magic. You know, they're working with magic or, or we should go to magic with this. Is magic still taking uh, or wrapping up older projects uh, or is this a branding issue, a good branding issue for magic, but maybe not such a great branding issue for Maranti? Or is, is it just that Maranti just hasn't caught on? What are your thoughts on this? That's actually a very interesting question. I mean, we've been <clears throat> trying to, 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 to address that as well. Yeah, well, to be honest, I don't think it's, um, or I personally perceive that as not to be a bad problem, really, because it only means that um, they still associate themselves with what we've done in magic, which is great, mm -hmm. because what we need is the magic DNA to be sort of infused into Maranti. But like any branding for that matter, it is going to take time. Magic is such a household name. They've been around for seven years. And I think the fact that the culture that we brought about to the ecosystem sort of stuck. So, but we do see that transition more and more people are trying to, you know, catch on that, that sort of Maranti wave right now. Uh, but it will take time. It will take time. But to be honest, and I will not deny this, we are leveraging on on the momentum that we've built on, on magic. In fact, we're mm. not doing away with magic because our programs are still run under a sort of magic banner. But we're slowly transitioning to, to Mranti because I think it's important to, to anchor down on the new mandate because Mranti is bigger than what magic was mm. or what magic did in the past. And it's far more important. So that's the message that we are driving. Mm. Now, you mentioned earlier that Maranti has its own uh, profit and loss center. Um, are there any yeah. targets for profitability? And can you share those with us? So right now, I'm unable to share an absolute number. Um, because again, like any entity, we, you know, we're under MOF and whatnot. But again, we are looking at a year-on-year -year growth. We are looking at break-even in the next three to four years. Mm -hmm. There is an aggressive strategy to turn the park around in, in order for it to be self-sustainable, one. But the other thing is to also be um, looking at all the, the right sustainability sort of checklists, ESG, green, etc right so we want to to stand for the right things you know to be able to position the park as um as as a as a as a wholesome science and tech park for the country which would be able to stand tall globally but more importantly is in terms of our top and bottom line because of <clears throat> some transformation work that is required, the next three years will be really, really focused on PNL transformation more than anything else. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay, uh, it's about time to wrap up, but I thought we'd end on a personal note. Um, Zulera, do you have a personal goal for Maranti? You know, what will make you feel like you've done right by this portfolio and that you, you can move on to the next one? I, I think uh, that's... Uh, a very big question i haven't actually thought about it because we, we we're doing so much right now but what i'd like to see is that that whole process of creation of our own very of our very own 
local talents, right? So we've got companies that we are proud of as a product of this mandate, right? So we have good names that we can shout about in each of these industries, for example, healthcare, agri, and companies that are really, really solving big problems and making a difference and able to stand tall globally. So if that is something that we can create through this, through this mandate, through Maranti in the next five years, I think that would be something that my team and I would be extremely proud of, right? So we can say that, look, oh, we were behind this company ABC. We grew them from R&D to scale, you know? Mm. So I think that's that's really the kind of success story that we want to, to shout about. And of course, to be able to place Malaysia in the global map. So, you know, we don't want people to just keep talking about... Um, I don't know, the Japanese, the Kanagawa Science Park, or, you know, talk about Silicon Valley. We want people to be able to talk about Bukit Jalil, Kuala Lumpur, Maranti Park. And, you know, that is Malaysia for you. Yeah. All right. Anything else you'd like to leave us with, Zlera? Uh, well, I think uh, we've got our work cut out for us. A lot has been done in the last one year. Um, we hope to be able to do more in the next couple of years, hopefully. And for listeners tuning in who'd like more information on Maranti, is there a website that they can go to? Um, how can they get in touch? Oh, yes. So we have our website up and running, but uh, we also do post up a lot of our activities on our social media page. Mm. We're active on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, as well as, as Facebook, right? You name it. Um, so yeah, I log on to our social media page. Uh, and uh, and we also have our sort of social media page for all the programs that we're running. For example, Tech Olympics. Tech Olympics is a, I, I well, I think we can say that it's one of the largest STEM program in the country right now. Yeah. Mm. So Tech Olympics is basically an awareness platform for STEM talent for the country for us to grow our young talent. Um, so yeah, look look at our social media page to actually find out what are the programs that we're up to. And yeah, that's the best way to stay stay updated. All right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Zulera Abubakar, the CEO of the Malaysian Research Accelerator for Technology and Innovation, Maranti. My name is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.